Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so if you missed last show, check out Being Grateful for What You Have. I talked about that on the last episode. This uh, was more of a personal show where I talked about the struggles I have, how I overcame them, as well as what I'm grateful for. So if you missed that show, you might want to check that out. On today's show, it's going to be a little different format. Now, in the past, I've done short segments for questions I often receive, but this time I'm going to dedicate the whole show to questions sent in by you. We haven't done this before, so I'm excited to see how it goes. It's always good to try new things, see what works, what people like, and how we can get better. We have questions from all over the world, from right up here in Canada to California, all the way over to South Carolina, and a couple places in between. So stay right there. We got questions from around the globe coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so let's jump right in. The first question comes from Lewis, all the way down there in Huntington Park, California. Lewis wants to know what I think of juicing diet. Thanks for your question, Lewis. I hope you're enjoying the sunny California down there. Um, so first of all, I don't believe in diets. I'm sure that's not what you meant, but I just want to make that clear. The whole diet thing isn't for me. I believe in lifestyle above all else when it comes to health and fitness. When you don't have a lifestyle that represents living healthy, then you'll struggle with health likely your entire life. And that's exactly what happens. We don't change our lifestyle. We don't consider the friends we keep. We don't, keep, we don't look at our hobbies or habits. And we don't pay attention to what we're paying attention to. Let's say, for example, you want to start living a healthier lifestyle. But Tuesdays, you join the guys for wings. Then every Friday, it's steak night. And Sundays, it's ice cream night with the family. And the only activity you do is with your thumbs or fingers cruising the net or on Netflix. I mean, we all have our own choices. I'm in no position to judge anyone. All I'm saying is, if you want to live a healthier lifestyle, if you want to feel better, if you want to be more comfortable in your own body, your actions, habits, or more directly, your lifestyle needs to resemble that. As for juicing in particular, I've never really been a juicer, although I'm not against it. I think juicing almost has become cool in a way, or even like a fad. <laughs> Some people call it a cult, but uh, that's probably not going to make too many people happy. I only say that because when you talk to some juicers, they swear by it. They love it. They protect it with all they have. And I really think that's something that's great about it. Personally, I blend. Now, there isn't a fan base, let's say, for us blenders. <laughs> See, it's not even a cool word. The problem is, I don't like to waste, and I also believe in whole food. I'm not saying juicing isn't whole food, but I'm saying you don't get all the food. There's a difference. You lose most of the fiber when you juice, and I think most people throw away what's left, which I personally would have a problem with. I understand people eat what's left. Some throw it in salads, some eat it with a fork, and I know that doesn't sound all that positive. I really think juicing's great. Nutrients go straight to your bloodstream because there's no fiber to slow it down. So, uh, you know, juicing isn't a product. It doesn't have chemicals. You're not adi- adding anything to your diet you shouldn't have. And then, of course, you have those juicing groups that that love to be a part of them. So you can see people changing their lifestyles, surrounding themselves with positive, like-minded people, all directed towards improving your health. So I believe juicing is a good thing. 
Now, I don't believe in juicing cleanses. There's an entirely different thing. I talk about lifestyle detox in show 105. You can check that out if you're interested, but that's a real detox. I I just don't condone uh, those conventional short detoxes. But thanks again for your question, Lewis. I hope that was the answer you're looking for. The next question is from Crystal Worth uh, from right here in Olds. She asks, why are most breakfast cereals bad? Or I'd imagine she means unhealthy. We actually had an entire show dedicated towards breakfast cereals, which is actually one of our top five most downloaded shows. So needless to say, that was a very good show. I interviewed Olympian Michelle Giuliano, who now owns her own business called Bundles of Energy. She offers great information on that topic. But to answer your question briefly, Crystal, unfortunately, many people are looking for a quick fix in the morning. We're looking for something that tastes good and can be consumed in a short period of time because we're usually rushing out the door. On top of that, high sugary cereal companies target children which is almost criminal. So children see the commercials of a leprechaun (laughs) dancing around a rainbow and they instantly want that cereal. And lastly, most of these large companies don't care about our health. That sounds harsh, but it's true. They use low quality ingredients to drive production costs down and increase profit margins. They add all types of chemicals, dyes, and preservatives to make it look good, taste better, and so it lasts forever, which of course is exactly what grocery stores want. So there are a number of different reasons why there's so many unhealthy breakfast cereals on the shelf. The best we can do is educate ourselves, read the ingredients, and work towards better choices. But check out Michelle's interview. She offers great insight, and she also has a downloadable version of Healthy Breakfast Options for Cold Cereals. That's going to be show number 110, so you can check that out on exploringmindandbody.com. All right, stay right there. We're going to take a short commercial break. When we come back, we got a question from Billy down in Colorado Springs. After we lost mom, I was worried about dad living alone in that big house, but I couldn't imagine him being happy anywhere else. But then Jenny, our comfort keeper, helped to make things right. Across the country or across town, comfort keepers like Jenny provide in-home care for just a few hours a week or on an extended basis. Serving Red Deer in central Alberta, 347-3730 or reddeer.comfortkeepers.ca. All right, welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. Today, we're talking about questions sent in by you. I think this is cool. I'm actually enjoying this, and I enjoyed hearing different questions come in from all over the world. This question right here is from my man, Billy Gruder, who uh, I went to college with. We actually played ball together, so uh, he follows my True Form page as well as my Complete Truth page and uh, is always supporting what I do, so thank you for that, Billy. Um, The question he wanted to know was, for directed for children. He has a 17-month-old and would like to get her eating healthy from the start. She loves broccoli and green beans, but getting her to eat stuff she likes and what he wants her to eat is a different thing. <laughs> so, Billy, this question, man, it comes up a lot and I'm going to get animated here because I'm passionate about this and how we need to start um, educating our children on food. You know, many parents may not agree with this, but I'm here just to give you my honest opinion. I really think it's easy to give in. It's easy to give a child a candy. It's easy to try anything, no matter the cost. So they'll give you a few minutes of relief. And to be quite honest with you, I believe we take the easy way out more times than not. The truth is, it's hard to come up with different options. It's hard to lead by example all the time, especially if you don't have a lifestyle that coincides with healthy eating. It's hard to hold your ground and not give in. 
And it's even hard not to think your child is starving and will only eat junk. So let me give you a couple ideas that'll help. The very first thing a parent needs to do is lead by example. Research clearly shows the biggest influence for a little girl is the mother, just the same as the biggest influence for a little boy is the father. Now, I know there's daddy's girls and mama's boys out there, but I'm talking about the norm here. But neither should matter regardless, because if you really want to lead a healthy lifestyle, if you, if you really want to set a good example for your child, both parents should be making better choices. They should be making healthy choices. Remember, this is lifestyle. It's not going to work if you're never in the kitchen, and once that baby pops out, you start to cook once a week which may be a lot for you. It's not going to work out if you're eating a bag of chips and trying to get your child to eat a tuna sandwich. Eating out the healthy way isn't setting a good example. I don't even know if that's possible all the time. You need to start developing healthy habits before your child's born. And if you don't, you're in for an uphill battle. And trust me, I hear this all the time. And I don't mean there's no hope for those that are trying to make these changes after their child is born. I'll get into that, ex into that in a second. But I mean, you just need to start making better choices and start introducing your children to healthier foods, whole foods and educating them, which is a whole lot easier from the get-go as opposed to when they're five, six or 10 or 12. We give our children whatever they want when they're little. Maybe we don't even know better. Then we start to live healthier. We want to live energized. We're more concerned about our health. But our children is still a child and could care less. They want those same sugary foods they've been able to consume their whole lives. Trying to change that, especially for children, may be one of the most difficult things you try to do. Here's my reasoning or standpoint, especially for the parents that say, my child won't eat this or that, meaning healthy food. Your child will eventually eat when they're hungry. And I'm not talking about starving your child. I'm talking about giving them only healthy options. If they don't like one thing that's healthy, give them something else that's healthy. If they don't like carrots, give them peas. If they don't like peas, give them broccoli. See, if there's no other option, sooner or later, they're going to pick one. When I was talking about the easy way out earlier, this is what I meant. We think, well, since they don't eat veggies, let's give them something processed instead. They're certainly interested in eating a sugary substance. This entire mind frame needs to be changed. And I know it's not so easy, but I think our children are worth it, don't you? And this is the same difference when we're playing games with our children or we're doing activities and they want to do this or they want to do that. If you give your child is no different than us. We want that power. We want to be able to decide and uh, we want to influence our future. So if you let your child decide, if you give them that power, if you offer two options, they're going to pick one of them. I know I'm running on with this question. I do so because like I said earlier, I'm passionate about it and I hear this question all the time. And you know what the root of it is? Child obesity is growing. Do you know we have child diseases now that we're only found in adults? It's scary. And the only answer is to educate them when they're very young. Only we can do that. We have the responsibility to teach our children to eat healthier and live healthier lives. If you start your child off with whole foods, if you give them the tools to live healthy and you lead by example, they don't have any other choice. People often ask me when I'm at trade shows with Complete Truth Protein, is this safe for children? My answer is yes, of course it is. It's whole food. The sooner we start introducing and educating our children on what whole food is, the better off we'll be and the better off society will be. I mean, many adults don't know what whole food is. It's funny how we don't ask the manufacturer or the employee of a grocery store if the box on the shelf that never expires and has 32 ingredients, if it's safe for children. Wouldn't that be a switch? All right, I want to get into more questions, but Billy and the rest of you parents out there, please, for our next generation, start living a healthier lifestyle yourself. Start educating yourself 
and you know on what ingredients, what are in products, what we're consuming, and implement whole foods to your diets as much as possible. That's the best thing we can do for our children. And then offer healthy options. I promise sooner or later, they're going to pick a healthy one. You're just going to have to put in a little extra effort, which will be more than worth it in the long run. All right, the next question came from Michelle Jerome, who asked, I've heard a lot of buzz about oxalate diets. Most of what I read sounds kind of chalked up, but I don't really understand what they are. All right, Michelle, first of all, thanks for your question. I want to tell you you're not alone because I don't know what they are either. I'm sure that's not the answer you want to hear, but it's the truth. I wrote about this on my Complete Truth Protein page not too long ago. Many people asked me about this diet or that, became more prominent of a question after I released Detoxify Yourself, which is a 30-day lifestyle detox. It, it almost seems like people come to me for detox questions or more so that I'm a detox expert, but the truth is I'm a lifestyle expert. I teach everything in lifestyle as opposed to picking this or that. Um, but here's my reasoning. Earlier in the show, I talked about how I don't believe in diets. So I, I already went over that. So if it's a diet, if it's something that's not sustainable and you aren't able to do it for the rest of your life, then I wouldn't think twice about it. Move on and look to change your habits. I could spend my entire life learning about every single diet out there. I could spend endless hours researching, becoming an expert, which would give me the knowledge to answer these diet questions. But the truth is, I don't want to. Celebrity diets, crash diets, and the latest fad diets don't interest me in the least. In fact, I pay so little attention to them, I usually have never heard of them until the question comes up, which is the case here. I even thought about doing some research for you, Michelle, and the rest of our listeners, but that simply isn't me. I believe in whole food. I believe if we put in effort to educate ourselves to avoid processed foods and refined sugar, uh, we're going to be much better off. I believe food heals, food prevents, and food cures. And if we work towards supplementing our bodies properly with whole foods every single day, We'll give our body everything it needs to be healthy, whole, and energized. Thanks again for your question, Michelle. That may not be the answer you're looking for, but maybe in a roundabout way, I answered that question for you. Stay right there. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're talking about chronic pain, microwaves, and body fat. Stay right there. We'll be right back on Exploring Mind and Body. This segment brought to you by Complete Truth Protein Powder. Live free, live true with whole natural foods. No additives, no preservatives, and soy, gluten, and dairy free. Supplement with superfood to energize your day. Visit completetruthprotein.co for more. All right, we're back on exploring mind and body. We're doing a question format. Let's carry on. This question came from Allison right here in Olds. She says, hi, Drew. I've been diagnosed with arthritis in my neck and I'm in pain every day. What would you suggest as an anti-inflammatory diet and exercise program to begin to re-strengthen my body? 46 years old. All right, Allison, I remember as a young child rubbing my grandmother's fingers because she was in pain from arthritis and she worked in the garden steady until she was in her mid-80s. I've worked with plenty of clients that have arthritis as well. One of my ladies is over 70 and is more active with arthritis than most people half her age. I would suggest a very basic exercise program to get you started and moving 
moving. My 70-year-old will tell you the more she moves, the better she feels. Even walking on a consistent basis would really help you out. As for diet, we went over this actually with Danielle Cott, show number 133. It's called Reducing Inflammation, which would certainly help with your arthritis. So Danielle gives all kinds of tips for anti-inflammatory foods and diet, not so much supplements. So check that out. All right, the next question is from Julie from Olds here. And she had a couple questions she sent in. The first one is, what do you think of microwaves? And do you use them? So the short answer, Julie, I don't think much of them at all. And no, I don't use them. A microwave is for decoration as far as I'm concerned. Did you know microwaves were an accident? I mean, of course, many inventions were accidents, but this one has nothing to do with your health, only convenience. I'm not sure I've read any long-term evidence that states microwaves are safe. This is what happens. We buy quality food, or hopefully we do. We spend time preparing it. Hopefully we store the food in a glass, non-toxic container. Then we put it in the microwave microwave. doesn't make sense to me. Radioactive waves are sent through our food. Then we consume the food along with what's left from the radioactive waves. I, for one, have no reason to use a microwave. We put them in our homes not thinking about what they do to our health. In fact, I think we put them in our homes not thinking at all. We just think they're supposed to be there. We have children that only know how to heat packaged or frozen food and have no idea how to prepare from scratch. I think we lose much more than we gain by having a microwave in the house. It's a waste of space as far as I'm concerned. I'll link a short video of me talking about this subject on YouTube. And I'll also link my book, Detoxify Yourself, in case you'd like more details on living a detox-free life um, in the show notes. So you can check out that on exploringmindandbody.com. And a quick note, on the bottom of the website, we just added a new link so you can search for whatever show you're looking for. So you can scroll all the way down. There'll be an empty box so you can type in. We have tag words so you can type in show number one. 105, show number 133, like reducing inflammation, all those, type those in and these shows are, po- are going to pop up like we talked about. And the other question was how do you reduce belly fat or fat that accumulates in your lower abdomen? So this answer isn't going to be one you want to hear. You may want to hear a certain exercise, you may want to hear a food or maybe even a pill uh, but that's not where I'm going here. The number one reason we accumulate lower body fat is stress. That's right. When stress builds up, cortisol level rises and our body loses the ability to burn fat. If it's not burned off, it's stored. And unfortunately, our lower abs take the brunt in this issue. My suggestion would be to find a way to relax, right? Listen to music, take a bath, meditate, or perform various breathing exercises. There are tons of ways to put ourselves in a relaxed state. We simply don't do it. We don't take action to relax, which would ultimately reduce our stress and take that body fat away. Of course, nutrition needs to be addressed. That's the simple answer. If you're not eating clean, you're not putting quality foods in your body, then your body will store this fat because it doesn't recognize it and can't use it as energy. And if you really want an answer, leg exercises directed towards your abs usually targets this area. Double leg lifts, laying on your back, kicking your feet up and down. Anything usually on your back that entails moving your legs will engage your abs. Exploring mind and body with True Forms, True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com.
right, so that'll wrap things up for another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I enjoyed that show. I really liked that format, so I hope you did too. Thanks to everyone that took the time to send in questions. I think we'll try that again if we get a good response. If you have any suggested topics for a show or have any questions you'd like answered on air, please feel to write in. There's a contact page on our exploringmindandbody.com website. Just a quick note, we have our first gym carrying Complete Truth Protein. That's Absolute Fitness and Red Deer. Great guys, great gym, and I'm looking forward to working with them. We're taking a slightly different approach to with Complete Truth Protein, which I'll save for another show, but every progression is exciting for us, and I'm really looking forward to seeing if this product will work in a gym atmosphere. For more details, you can check out uh, the gym in Red Deer, which is absolutefitnessreddeer.ca, and again, I'll link that in the show notes if you need the correct spelling or if you want to click and go straight to their website. I'm always grateful for your time, you know, the time you take to tune in, to download, to comment and share. Word of mouth means everything. So if you like what you hear on the show, feel free to let others know what we're doing over here at Exploring Mind and Body. Check us out on iTunes if you're not listening to our podcast right now. And I'd love it if you had a chance to subscribe as well. Those subscriptions make a big difference for rankings on iTunes and you get notifications or instant downloads as soon as we release a new show. We've got great interviews planned for the next following weeks, so you want to tune in for that. Thanks again for your time. Thanks to Jameson for production. And that's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.